Hey, welcome back to another episode of Entertainment Beyond, fuckfaces. I know it's been quite some time I originally intended to do my opinions on the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt after I had watched the uh, series finale. Uh, I was at a bus stop, was recording my podcast, and this rude bitch uh, decided to be a rude fucking bitch and visit her miserableness about being homeless upon me, and I just couldn't have that being recorded on a podcast. It was a very rude and selfish thing to do. You know, I digress. So we're here to discuss Kimmy Schmidt, and the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt went on for, I want to say, four or five seasons, and... I've never, okay, you know, here's the thing. The show is funny as fuck, okay? It's got something for everybody. Ellie Kemper is so, she's like the world's most adorable fucking redheaded person. Just so fucking pretty, too. And the actress who plays Kimmy Schmidt, Ellie Kemper, she just... She brings that you believe that this person was really stuck in a bunker for a decade or something like that. You believe that she's mentally stunted in terms of growth and this and that. You just believe it. She brings it. She is the show. Without her, you know, I couldn't imagine them of casting someone else and it working out. And another thing I want to say, you know, okay, so off the bat, I wasn't, it caught me off guard than a motherfucker, but the end of the series made me, it made me cry, thank God it's such a funny show, or I would just been there blubbering like a goddamn baby, just like, I can't fucking believe they're leaving me, I'm so fucking sad, I'm so unbroken, I want to be breakable, oh god damn it, feelings, yeah, I was, I was fucking crying, and I'm such a non-emotional person that I can actually like go back through my memories museum, memories museum, and track, you know, the moments in in my history where I've cried. They're far and few between. Both of my kids' birth, uh, I cried at the end of Black Beauty. I cried at the end of Marley and Me, and I cried at the end of The Dark Knight Rises, and I cried at the series finale of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. You know, yeah, you know, this is a therapy session, so none of you need to jump in my email and tell me how uh, emotionally unhealthy it is for me not to cry all the time, you know. I was raised by a very, very psychotic person, and we'll leave it at that, kitty cat. But yeah, it had me bawling in tears, and not just because the show was over, but because it did something that not a lot of other TV shows do, you know. And my fucking hats and my socks and my gloves are off to Tina Fey, one of the creators of Kimmy Schmidt, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. And my hat is off of her for telling a very contained story and not giving in to that pressure that I feel like a lot of people are just like, well, you know, it's like you don't want to ever do something and stick around and have people like it. And then do it to the point where people are like, I don't even remember why I like this, but I now hate you and I want to skin you and wear your skin as a coat for continuing to visit this upon me. 
my hats, my gloves, my socks, my shoes are off to them for being able to tell a story, knowing when it was time to hang it up. And even though I hate that I don't get to see any more new content, I I love it so much more that they were able to, to achieve that. Because not a lot of people, uh, one TV show that comes to mind right off the top would have to be David Duchovny's Californication, where they told a really engaging, you know, story. And I feel like after, fuck, what was it? Like season four or five or some shit like that, where uh, I, you know, I could, I don't know, I'm not an inside guy, but I swear you watch that, the, that season finale, you're like, this is the series finale. And you can almost kind of treat the last two seasons as a fucking revival, because just like at a certain point, I was like, fuck, dude, like I liked it the first time you get wrapped up in something, you go back and revisit it. And you're like, what the fuck was I on? Was I high in ayahuasca or something like that? Like, this is not fun to watch. But Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, they 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 puts it down every time, man. I mean, there is not one thing about the TV show that I can say negatively. I, I love everything. Okay, one thing I, I'm not a big fan of is the whole character through line with Jacqueline being allegedly Native American, but then moving away from Indiana, where the fuck ever, and basically like bleaching her skin white, basically becoming a white woman because she was ashamed of her Native American heritage, which I guess there's, there's, there's something there, but it always just reads like, okay, you know, like because my people ain't been shit on nearly enough, we always just shit on them some more, you know, but other than that, I didn't. I I loved everything that they brought, you know, and I really dug in. Like I said, there's there's point A and point B, and point A for this series was Kimmy. She gets out of the bunker, right? She got this whole big, wide, bright world for her to explore, and so the end of the series. I'm um, sorry, I should have said spoiler warning, but the end of the series is her. It's not really a spoiler because, you know, there's a journey to go through. But she goes through a journey and there's actually growth. There's character growth and you see her become this fully realized person upon which she wasn't at the beginning of the series. And I think that's just a beautiful and poetic thing. And again, I can't take enough hats off to Tina Fey and company for this TV show. Because not a lot of, not of, I feel like maybe, you know, and I've never really done TV like that. Like I've done my, I've produced, directed, shot, and starred in my own documentaries and a couple of, and a couple of movies. I've never done TV, but I feel like a lot of these people, they have a vision for what something is supposed to be. And along, somewhere along the way, they lose the light that was guiding them, if that makes any sense. And, you know, they must have been singing that, you know, Tina Fan Company singing, This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. I know, I fucking sound terrible. Best impression of this little light of mine. But they must have been singing that song because they kept on to that vision and they completed it. Everybody that's involved, the main cast that's involved with the TV show, 
They all have a through line. They all go from point A to point B. Titus, in the beginning, and that's one of the things that had me fucking dying, is Titus, the co-star of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Kimmy Schmidt's uh, roommate, he, the, the almost the entire series is bemoaning about being famous if he could only just get famous and yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. And then lo and fucking behold, the series is wrapping up. Not only did he get the man that he wanted and the family that he wanted, but he got the fame and attention that he wanted. Like what? I mean, come on. Tell me another TV show that you watch that you watch dedicated and it held your motherfucking attention. You didn't just end up watching it just to get it over with that did shit like that. I know they're out there, but man, like, I don't know, man. There's a lot of emotions. Uh, Thankfully, I didn't record the podcast right fresh off of those emotions, you know. But dude, like, man, again, I can't say enough. My, My shoes, my socks, my gloves, my hat, off to Tina Fey and company for achieving... Just a beautiful fucking thing. Like, I, I just can't, I can't say enough about it. I don't want to go into too much detail because maybe you have never seen The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. But I guarantee that you, that is something that should be on your watch list, in your queue, on your radar, on the docket, on the dry erase board at work, at home, in your car. In the bathroom, I don't give a damn where you make the list. Just make the list and put the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt on your motherfucking list. If you don't, not only are you a punk savage, but you're missing out on something that'll bring you so much joy. This <coughs> I don't want to be one of those dramatic, dramatic kids who says, you know, this thing got me through some tough times. But I've been with this TV show through at least two, maybe three relationships so it did get me through some tough times. There were some trials and tribulations, some heartbreak, and the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt was there through thick and thin. And I love the cast and crew for that TV show. I wish them all the best and their future successes. And I can't see or can't wait to see what they do next. And that is going to wrap up this very short podcast, you guys. I uh I do apologize for the delay in between podcasts. Uh, it's, uh, it's been it's been a crazy year so far for shizzle my nizzles, and uh, I just need some time to get uh, my bearings and get 2019 under my feet. But then you know, yeah, I, I'm be try to get back to hitting you guys up style uh, weekly with a new podcast. Uh, I'm going to see. Captain Marvel in IMAX on Saturday. I've been blessed by the gods. And uh, they demand sacrifice. And my sacrifice is making a podcast for them. So that'll probably be my uh, next podcast. There may or may not be spoilers. I don't know. I, I, I'll probably go and see it and then just kind of give you a little blurb about it right when I jump out of the theater. Uh, all right, you guys, that's going to have to do it on another episode of Entertainment Beyond. As, as always, I am your one and only host with the most, the effervescent Jensen, the beautiful and majestic Dean Jackson. Catch you guys on the flippity flop on the tippity top, my tippy tow tippies. <laughs>